0: okay good question regarding guides and helpers and you know working through this whole process of being psychic or what's going on or working energetically or there's so there's such a minefield of not knowing where to start not knowing where to begin or you know is this you know, who's this coming in? Are they helping me? Or being fearful that you might think, Oh my god, is it is that a demon or whatever it is and not knowing exactly what's going on. Um I would always say you gotta start from the basics, gotta start to learn about your own self, your own energy first. If you know you, if you get to understand how what's going on for you in your life, you then can start to separate the energies of what's coming in for you. So it would be then, you know, I'm also gonna, always gonna say, learning how to meditate, learning how to do chakras, because I find that's important about opening up, closing down, if not for the chakras, learning a sequence of, you open up your energy and you close down. And then through that whole process, then you'll have a look at then your, who's who's stepping forward to assist you. Some people, it might be that you feel familiar to a certain energy, and it may be that, It might be a grandfather or a grandmother. My grandmother comes in, my grandfather comes in. I know it's them because there's something about them. I, I could smell a smell. For me, it was a smell, some people are gonna feel it or have a knowing or hearing whatever I smell a smell from my nan it was mint she used to always put on potatoes that started coming through in the early days then my grandfather came through and there was images I was shown that was only could be connected with my grandfather so I knew he came in but it's for me personally it was really about through me having going into meditation silencing the busy mind that you allow them to be aware of what's going on around you so you feel the energy it's almost like being aware of your chakra system, your energy fields around you, and feeling around. And when I first started doing this, I remember I kept on feeling as if my hair was on my face. But when I actually pushed it away, my hair wasn't nowhere near my face. It was just a like a physical thing I kept on feeling. Um, and then as I started doing more and more, like my body started feeling things. As in, you know, I might have tingling going on my arms, or feeling cold, or feeling hot, or whatever it is because we have the human vessel we have senses going on that's why you know we're given those senses like animals we can see you know we sense we sense things we feel things we smell things you know whatever it's all going on for this reason for us to be able to manage the human existence to maneuver ourselves in our world so when we start looking at guides it's then start feeling into what's going on behind us to the side to the front of us when i first started learning this you know i wasn't sure where to bring my guide in and start training, and then being aware that I could move my guide and ask my guide to stand behind me. Then I would tune into that guide and sort of say, do I know you? Are you a family member? You know, and then seeing what came up next and going through it all and feeling into a masculine or feminine energy. So, you know, I have, uh, when I'm working, I can feel females or feminine energy, my guides to my right hand side and masculines to my left hand side. But that's not going to be the same for everybody. So, you can, it's about tapping into it, it's about feeling into the differences, the subtle differences. It's like listening to a whisper at first. It can be a little whisper, or when my guides started coming in originally, it was so like I could hardly hear them, or feel them, or sense them. And the idea is you have a relationship, you build a relationship with your guides. You do this so often that you do it daily, that you check in who's with you. And if it's angels, you ask about the angel energy and that's a different frequency totally and you raise your energy to a different different level because I'm an angel practitioner as well and I, I learned that as well. And it'll be a different frequency to bring my angels in than it would be to have my guide step forward. I'm covering this on a course that, you know, in the next couple of weeks that will be out there shortly. But yeah, you check in and then with your, gatekeeper who's like the bouncer on the you know the nightclub again you're checking with that energy to sort of see who's that what's going on with them how can i feel them how do they feel and they feel very different they're there to protect you there to support you helping your energy too you know with your you know when i finish with a client i think of some of the murders i've done you know or or some suicides having a gatekeeper in my gatekeeper go right okay it's time for you to get out now and then they'll leave you know whatever energy comes in it will help to get them out um some you know depending on who i'm working what i'm doing but the idea is to have the connection the relationship with your guides it's the idea to tune into them to see what's going on loved ones it's great in a sense that you know you could be doing your daily stuff and suddenly you might feel uh, be aware. I had a lady the other day that came to see me, and I could hear her keys on the side, and it was to do with that uh, her mother. It was her set of keys, and all I could hear with these keys. It was like hearing chalk, you know, and um, the nails on a chalk ball going down. It was a scraping noise, and it was just the way that her mother came in, and I asked her, said, so, "Could you take that away? I don't need to hear that anymore. I know who you are." She stepped forward. And they can change. So you might have those guides for a certain period of time, depending on what level of work you're working on. And then you might change something goes on in your life. and It's normally those traumas and experiences that you then up-level, you upgrade. Because that's what soul lessons are about and trauma and and other things. They come in to upgrade us to some degree. Um, And then when you start changing, your guides start changing. And it takes time to get used to them. It's like, um, like they just said, it's like putting your feet in a pair of shoes. Uh, sometimes they can cause blisters or whatever so it just depends so then your guides they change around as i say different things are going on for your life they come in it's just different but i work with guides angels um might have um saints Deities coming through, goddesses coming through, aliens coming through, galactic council, but that's just because I've been doing it for some time and, and I do this every single day. So guides are there to guide you on your journey To and you ask them, you have that relationship, how can they guide me? How can they show me things? What can I do? That's what they're there for. It's like... Um, okay, thank you. Um, it's like leading. Just said it's very rude of them. It's like leading the blind sometimes, in the sense that nobody knows what they're doing, where they're going, and they just say, "Hey, take me by the hand. I'll show you the direction to head in." And that's what they do. Hope that answered your question. The opposite of like you invite your guides in and then is there such thing as demons and what you're bringing in and is what you think is a good energy that you're bringing in could it then turn nasty and everything else now okay um there's so many avenues I could go down here um let's have a little look and that that's really talking about attachments that's that's in a way and okay what I know and what I feel is that when we have guides when we do the work we've really got to look at our frequency and where we are at in ourselves okay so if you're feeling quite low and it's very hard to get your energy up as in feeling light not not we're going to feel light and lovely and fluffy all the time but you've got so when i'm working my angels the energy is very different when i work with my angels i have to uh, feel the energy of something that's bright and beautiful that's happened before so i normally pick situations or experiences that have happened it's normally around my children that i feel so that uh, i remembered or reminded of something fantastic that happened for them Something that's so heartwarming i feel like i want to cry that lifts my energy up and i always bring that in i bottle that and i bring that in and my angelic energy comes in i bring it down and i use there's a technique you can do and i bring down my angels and ask them to connect to that high energy frequency that's a different way that's something totally different When I'm working with my guides, um, I open up my chakras and I open up and I open up to the light and I want to work to the highest good, to my highest self. I want to work in that high energy, but I put it out there. I set the intention to work for the highest good of myself. Must set that intention to work within that energy source. And then guides will come forward who have been appointed to me to assist me to help me and they know who they are they know when they come in all I have to do is say I'm open to that I set the intention they come forward okay and I've never ever in the years I've been doing this I mean I was studying the College of Psycho Studies over 20 years ago and learning the techniques why it's important to learn the basic techniques I have brought forward positive high energy guides that step forward to assist me now so they're they're helpful if your frequency is quite low so i will give you this situation that actually did happen and before it happened i was always skeptical about i wasn't too sure but personally it's happened and since it happened there's been a number of things that have come up and i've worked with this as well my son he's gonna hate me my children must really hate me (laughs) um my son was staying uh, he used to sleep in this bedroom which used to be his room and he was going through a little bit of a period of time he was a little bit i'd say that a little bit sad possibly in the sense that he was working there Edinburgh had no family around and his energy level was a little bit lower in itself came home um he was celebrating something i think it was someone's birthday it might have been his birthday i'm not sure now and i remember they were in the kitchen and he was with his cousins his sister and his girlfriend and they were having a little bit of schnapps and going out and getting ready to go out and they went out very early in the evening now his energy of how he was feeling himself a little bit upset a little bit dark a little bit depressed a little bit maybe he didn't really realize 100% of how he was feeling n- not to that low level as such and he went out on the tube and he went out with his family you know as i say they were going out for a drink and it was very early in the evening and i remember you know i was going to bed you know about 10 o'clock whatever um anyway they went out and then he was on the train, and this enters everything, you know, about if you're drinking spirits, oh, it goes down a whole rabbit hole of other things. Um, so they would, he would, had a little bit to drink, wasn't drunk, was sitting on the tube. They crossed the platform to get onto the other train. And as they did that, something happened, he sort of switched. And when they got onto the other train, onto the Victoria Line, family members had noticed that who were with him, He seemed to have changed his personality a little bit. He was acting out of character for himself. Um, I don't think I want to mention what he did on the tube necessarily, because it would be upset, but he wasn't himself, shall we say. And when they got to Oxford Circus or Piccadilly Circus somewhere, they went to a, I think it was a wine bar. And when he went in, he's not cocky, my son. He's quite, you know, he's he's a a gentle soul. when they went in, if I remember the whole story, um, I'm sure you'll correct me, um, he went in and he was a bit like champagne and he was clicking his fingers and he was acting out of his character and he was very rude to the waitress and and you know, uh, his girlfriend was saying that he really wasn't acting himself. He was a different person and he was switching from being, um, really lowering himself on that evening and then he was crying and he was himself again, whatever. All I know is I went to bed and at 12 o'clock, um, the the they came through the door and i was like this is very early and i know his girlfriend came to me she goes and and he's just not himself he's just not himself and i was like oh he's had too much to drink you know whatever you know whatever and she said no no the way he was acting he was swearing at people using language he doesn't use and i was like oh that's i've never heard him say things like that before 21 and uh, i went downstairs just have a look at him <clears throat> now <laughs> Because of my skill set, shall I say, when I looked at my son, and I've been around people who have committed terrible crimes to people, when I looked at his face, it was like I saw an overshadow of someone that was not my son. So I was looking at his face, but I could also see something else. His eyes were totally different, and he looked different. And his body character, the way he was acting, was very different. And I was like, straight away, I was like, it's not him. And what had happened was there was an attachment made. So it was a low level uh, spirit, somebody who hadn't passed over as such and was hanging around. And it was almost as if he walked into him. Now you have to be at a similar frequency to some degree to pick up on those low energies, or you have to be totally off your head on drugs or alcohol. And so he had brought home an attachment and uh, he was acting very strange and bizarre. he was doing a lot of things. Uh, which I won't go into because it's quite personal. Um, And then in the end, we got him to his bedroom, which was this room. Um, uh, We got him in the bed and I said to his girlfriend, you do not share the bed with him, you go downstairs, go away from him. Because it was sort of manhandling in a way. And I said, this is him, it's not It's not him right now. And I think it really freaked her out. She was a little bit scared by it and other family members were a bit, oh my God, what the hell's going on? So he was in this room in his bed and um, I knew it wasn't him and the whole room felt very cold and clammy and it was horrible feeling. And I was like, okay, what do I do? This is the first time I'd experienced it with him there's been other things I've experienced, guys and everything else before, so, but I was in the room with him and uh, one minute he was like, "Mom," and he was whining, he was like, "Mom, I don't know what to do, something's happening and I don't understand myself and how I'm feeling, and the next minute it was literally, he'd lift his head up off the bed and he would swear at me, um, very aggressively, and then I was like, this is not him, even his tone of voice changed um and uh yeah so he kept on switching so what i did is i then left the room i closed the door i went to my bed and then for for a couple of hours i could hear him twisting and turning in his bed and i was like what the hell do i do and i'd go in then he was like mum help me mum help me and the next minute he'd switch again and he was very aggressive and swearing at me and and this is not like him at all So I then reached to my guides and I said guys you've got to come in, I don't know what to do with this, I've not had this before, especially with another human being and uh, literally was told about bringing in a candle and light and asking if there was anyone on the other side that would like to come through to collect him and then what happened was I heard, um, because I knew there was a spirit that attached themselves to him. Um, And what happened was his mother and his grandmother had passed such a long time ago and they'd been waiting for him and he'd never passed over. So what it turned out to be was that if we go back to, I think it was around about the 80s when we had the yuppie sort of time, um, this guy had committed suicide in in the city and uh, he hadn't realised actually that he had passed over. He was just having fun. So he'd done this before connected attached himself to other young guys similar age to my son um, and that's how he was living his life on the planet still he hadn't crossed over totally Um, and the energy was such a low frequency of him where he was at where he was so depressed that he'd attached to my son because my son had been feeling down at that time too so the energy is connected so you've got to be a similar energy to that so there's a lot of things with depression and and stuff and the amount of people that might be locked away in psychiatric units or schizophrenia is the whole there's another whole you know can of worms but i'm happy to you know answer them another time but so anyway so what happened with him called them in and the difference was was literally it felt as if he was being this energy was being drained through my son's body and nathan started feeling calmer in himself and he was quieter and there was a, such a difference in his energy. The room, I could actually i breathe and you could see the cold air in the room. And uh, then this energy held onto my ankles while I was standing by the doorway and said, I'm not going, and I said, you are going. And then I shone the light brighter, the candle flame made it even lighter and asked them with love, take him please. With love, you need to leave. And literally as they did that, I could feel the room temperature change and it went, went straight away so depending on your frequency on where you are at depends on what you attract in so when you're opening up to guides and everything you always want to work with the higher self higher consciousness higher energy love and light bring it in that's what you want to do and that's why you have to learn to have a gatekeeper by your side so that you don't bring anything else in your gatekeeper will keep everything else away when i spoke to my son in the morning He was absolutely exhausted. They'd said to me, hadn't drunk much at all, only what he had here at the house. That was two snaps or whatever it was, or vodka. And he said he felt such a depression and he felt so low when he had this entity inside of him, this attachment, so, so low. that he said, I said, what were the images? Now I could see the images already. And he told me that he felt that this person had committed suicide and they were stuck and uh, yeah there was this whole stuff that was going on so he'd felt that himself and then when i said to him what happened he said it makes sense